From Happy Cat Studios in Indianapolis, Indiana, it's time once again for the Rick's Rambles podcast. It's the week of November 28th, 2022. Let's get right into our fun facts of the week. Fun facts. Well, we are well into the Christmas season, and when I think of Christmas, I think of Christmas cookies. And that's what our fun facts are about this week, all about cookies. Number one, the cookies that the Cookie Monster enjoys on Sesame Street are actually painted rice cakes. That's because the grease in real cookies would be damaging to the material that the Muppets are made out of. Number two, chocolate chip cookies were invented by Ruth Wakefield in Whitman, Massachusetts. Apparently, Wakefield invented the cookies while trying to improve on a butterscotch nut cookie recipe with an all-chocolate dough. The chocolate she used didn't fully melt, resulting in a cookie with chocolate bits. And on that note, have you noticed that chocolate chips in the cookies never melt? That's because they have a less cocoa butter content than traditional chocolate. Number four, Nabisco uncaged the animals on its Animal Crackers box cover after receiving criticism from PETA. Number five, this is fascinating, the world's largest chocolate chip cookie weighed over 40,000 pounds. It was baked by the immaculate baking company and took eight months of planning. Number six, the word cookie comes from the Dutch word kekje, meaning tiny cake. Dutch settlers brought them to the colonies, integrating the word along with the treat into American life. Number seven, fortune cookies are not served in China. They are an American phenomenon. Number eight, as of 2017, Oreos are the top-selling cookie brand in the United States. They had $674 million in sales. Number nine, in 2002, Bruce Willis bought 12,000 Girl Scout cookies from his daughter and had them shipped to troops stationed in the Middle East. Number 10, and by the way, speaking of Girl Scout cookies, they used to cost just 25 cents per dozen. Number 11, Oreos are knockoffs of Hydrox biscuits, which predate Oreos by about four years. Oreos were inspired by Hydrox cookies, which are actually crispier and stand up to milk when dunked. They're also made with a darker chocolate cookie and a less sweet filling. Number 12, English women used to eat gingerbread men to improve their chances of finding a husband. That's where that gingerbread man tradition comes from. Number 13, the ancestors of what we now call cookies seem to have originated in the 7th century in Persia, one of the first places to grow sugar cane. Number 14, famous Amos cookies were born when the founder Wally Amos, an agent, began using them to recruit celebrities to his agency. People loved them so much that they encouraged him to start his own cookie company. And number 15, former Secretary of State John Kerry helped open a cookie shop in 1976 when he was bored with the predictable and boring nature of his profession as a lawyer. Well, there you go. 15 fun facts about cookies to start your week. And it's time for our good news story of the week. And boy, do I love this story. It's all about a grandma who makes a special effort to connect with her grandkids. A grandmother was filmed taking notes during a Marvel superhero movie marathon, which at this point includes about 30 films, all so she can be closer to her grandkids and talk to them about their interests. Cheryl Skiados, who is in her mid-70s, was filmed by her grandson, Jackson King, partway through her Marvel movie fest. No matter where they live, grandparents 
parents at probably some point in their lives had said something like, these kids today. <laughs> Skyados has 13 grandkids in total from age 6 to 22, and they're all big Marvel movie fans. Rather than writing off their interests as frivolous as some grandparents do, she decided to try to get on the same level as her grandchildren. I just moved in with my grandparents, and my grandma is making her way through all the Marvel movies, said 18-year-old Jackson. She is watching them in the order they came out, and she asked if I wanted to watch one with her, and of course I said yes. I think it really shows how much she cares about her grandchildren because she is willing to sit there for hours on end and watch superhero movies and take notes on them just so she can have something extra to talk to her grandkids about. The watch list, which started with 2008's Iron Man, has 30 films, including the latest Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and has even more films lined up for 2023 and beyond. A video of this event has touched the hearts of many online and racked up nearly 7 million views on one video and has hundreds of thousands of likes for this video of Grandma watching superhero movies and taking notes. It went viral really quickly. It had 1 million views within the first day I had posted it, said Jackson. I remember when I posted the video on TikTok. Then I set my phone down and watched an episode of a TV show. And when I picked up the phone, just 30 minutes later, I had over 3,000 notifications. In one clip, she has just finished Spider-Man Homecoming from 2017 and at the time of this taping has about 14 films left to watch. According to her grandson, her favorite film so far is Thor, and she says it's because the actor is so hot. <laughs> I love that. The family loves it. We all think Grandma is getting the recognition she deserves for being an amazing grandmother. Skyados, in response to the attention, says she thinks it's funny, and her heart was warmed, and she felt touched by all the comments she has seen online. This is an incredible story, and it's a very simple thing that she's doing in order to better relate to her grandkids. You know, sometimes it's hard to relate cross-generationally. I struggle with that sometimes. I love this, and it's an inspiration to all of us to reach out to those in different generations. Your good news story for the week. A couple of days this week that give you a special chance to support the Rick's Rambles podcast and all that I do, positive content all across TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Monday is Cyber Monday, Shopping Online Monday. You can purchase a wildlife tracking bracelet from a company that I partner with, Follow. I am tracking an elephant. My wife is tracking a sea turtle off the Atlantic coast. It is so much fun to track your animals, and proceeds go to support wildlife conservation, also to support positive content on the internet. There will be a link in the show notes where you can purchase one of those and support those two great causes. Tuesday is Giving Tuesday, and I have a page where you can buy me a cup of coffee to support the podcast. I'll put a link to that in the show description also. And if you're not able to do either one of those, you can support the podcast by just sharing it on your social media and let folks know what you're listening to. As always, I appreciate you spending a little time with me every week. This podcast has been a great journey for me. I have so enjoyed doing it, and I will continue continue doing it. One of the big surprises to me has been how popular the nostalgia segments have been. Whenever I do a nostalgia segment, I get lots of positive comments and often asking me to do more. We're going to do a couple today. First of all, we're going to take a look at the number one songs from 60 years ago, the top 10 songs 1962, 60 years ago this year. Number one, Stranger on the Shore by Mr. Acker Bilk. Who remembers that? It's the only number one song done on the clarinet. 
How fascinating is that? And he was the first British artist to have a number one song in the United States, not the Beatles. Number two, I Can't Stop Loving You by Ray Charles. Number three is a little bit of a surprise to me. It's Mashed Potato Time. Who remembers that? Dee Dee Sharp. Number four, Roses Are Red, My Love, Bobby Vinton. Number five was The Stripper by David Rose. Number six, Johnny Angel's Shelley Fabres, who had a stellar acting career. Number seven was The Locomotion by Little E. Eva. Number eight, Let Me In by The Sensations. I have absolutely no memory of that song. Number nine, The Twist by Chubby Checker. And the number 10 song of 1962, Soldier Boy by The Sorrells. There you go, the top 10 songs from 1962. And in our second nostalgia segment this week, we're going to go back about 50 years and look at the most popular toys of the 1970s. This is a list provided by MeTV, who hosts my favorite Sven Gulli on Saturday evenings. 70s were a really interesting time. Electronic games were just starting to come out, and that caused a huge change in the toy business. Here are some of the best-selling toys of the 1970s. Number one, the Nerf Ball. Wildly popular, and what a novel concept to be able to play ball inside the house. Nerf Balls launched in 1970. Next up, the Weebles. Who remembers the Weebles? I sure do. Now say it with me. Weebles wobble, but we don't fall down. Well, about every 20 years, a fad comes around. In the 1970s, the skateboard made a resurgence, became one of the most popular selling toys of the 1970s, and now it's back again. I see people skateboarding everywhere. Up next was one of my favorites, the Evil Knievel Stunt Cycle. Who remembers that? You put it in its holder and pulled that T-string out and away it went. The Magna Doodle. I had forgotten the Magna Doodle. It's kind of a takeoff on the Etch-A-Sketch, but it had a stylus that you drew with. Well, my good friend Richard Prope still has his original Pet Rock from the 1970s, and rounding out the list is a video game. It's Pong. Who remembers when Pong came out? There you have it. Some of the best-selling toys of the 1970s. And it's time for our special days for this week. Today, Monday the 28th, is Cyber Monday. It's National Letter Writing Day. And it's National French Toast Day. Tuesday the 29th is Giving Tuesday. It's National Chocolate Day. National Lemon Cream Pie Day. And it's National Square Dance Day. Who had to take square dance classes in high school? I did. Wednesday the 30th, Computer Security Day. And it's National Mason Jar Day. Thursday, December 1st is the birthday of the Civil Air Patrol. It's Eat a Red Apple Day. It's National Christmas Lights Day. And it's National Pie Day. Friday the 2nd is Bartender Appreciation Day, and it's National Mutt Day. Saturday the 3rd is National Green Bean Casserole Day, National Rhubarb Vodka Day, and it's Skywarn Recognition Day. We'll wrap the week up on Sunday the 4th with National Cookie Day, National Dice Day, and it's National Sock Day day. That's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of the Rick's Rambles podcast. As always, I so appreciate you spending a few minutes with me today. Please take a moment, share it on your social media, let folks know what you're listening to, and you can look up Rick's Rambles on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok also. Until next week, be kind to as many people as you can, as often as you can. We'll start right now, and we'll make the world a better place.